panel two and one, I'm going to do some younger children pieces in this session that are for Christmas with morph instruments. And then after we have a 15 minute break, I'm going to continue that and do two pieces with morph instruments that are for a little bit older children. And one of them actually has a chord change, and so they have to be able to hear the chord change and we'll do that kind of thing. So we're going to start today with a song I feel like is fairly simple and
there. Now, I'm going to change the words for just a second because we're church. Because we're church. It's just going to go, ding dong, the Christmas bells ring. Jesus is born, rejoice and sing. Okay? I'll sing a little, you sing it back. Ding dong, the Christmas bells ring. Ding dong, the Christmas bells ring. Jesus is born, stand up. No, Jesus is born, rejoice and sing. Jesus is born, rejoice and sing. Good. I'm going to speed it up just a little bit. Can you sway with me? So it's making one, two, three, one, two, three, They, they could, but yeah, it doesn't matter. 
anything else. But I also want them to try. I think I want them to because a lot of times, if they're, you know, if they see that everybody else has it, or you know, several of them, they want to practice it. So they'll go home and try it, and they'll finally get to the point. So I want them to learn how to do that. Good. So we've got this feeling of three. Um, let's 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 come to the orphan students. So we come fill these up, and actually, let's see, we have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or ten. We can put two and I was talking to people before y'all came in today for the very, very beginning, and I was saying, you know, I, I didn't realize when uh, the Alleluia Conference was getting going, I didn't realize that today was kind of a different day. And I didn't, I knew today was Children's Day, but I didn't know what that meant. And what it means is that there are three clinicians today. Did y'all know that? Did you really want to be here? I'm glad you're here. So glad you're here. But um, because of that, I really kind of wish I put tomorrow's sessions today. Because tomorrow I'm going to do a thing where we really introduce the orc instruments, several different activities with that. And beginning, so it's going to show like um, beginning, middle, and, and then more advanced with orc instruments for church. So come back. How many of you are coming back tomorrow? I'm just curious. Okay. So some of you are just here for today. In that case, we're going to do a little introductory kinds of stuff because we have time. We can we can make that work. So um, the the way I do this with children because most of us oh but my eyes watering for some reason I'm really not that a lot of times at the church you'll have ten instruments or you might have eight instruments and you've got sixteen children. So one of the things we do, Michael, come on down if you want to play. And one of the things I do is have the children have partners. So if you were still out here, I would just number you off one to ten. Okay? So go like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then you'd be one, two, three. And Michael would be four if he comes, and Charles would be four if he comes down. Okay? And then I'll say, ones, go choose your instrument. So the ones, and they almost always choose the bass, and they have they share that instrument, so they go there. And then twos go, and they choose whichever instrument they want. And then threes, and then fours, and then five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And hopefully by the end, we've got one person at the instrument instead of two. So um, that's that's how we get there, and they know they have a partner, which means that. So uh, Debbie, would you be partners with Missy? And Barbara, do you partner with partners with Adrian? Is that how that's working? Is there anybody else who doesn't have their own instrument? Wow, we are really, really okay. So that every so often I'll have y'all switch. You want me and some one other thing, absolutely. Okay. Why don't you come to be with Kristen? Be Kristen's partner. Or Moses' partner. It'll be easy to get there. And would somebody hand me a pair of mallets from, from the bucket? Church, but not tons of money at church. 
because we have to get stuff done and we only meet once a week. We've got to get everything done, especially if we're going to play in church. And my children's ensemble did play in church a few times. So it's the rule. You get there and you sit like this. Okay. That is the rule that I have. And usually by third grade, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Because in first grade, it's really tricky because they want to play. And I'll say, you know, we're all going to get to play, so just hang in there. And we get to the instruments. By the time they get into the routine, one of the, well, you have to trust the routine. Because at first, it takes a little time, but then it gets faster and faster, and it's it's just good to have that, to establish that routine. The other thing is, I don't go around and take all the bars off the instruments. The kids will do that, too. So I'll show you how that works in just one second. All right, so they get to the instruments, they sit like this, and they'll say, okay, everybody, pick up your mallets. And you're going to hold your mallets between your thumb and your pointer finger, just like this, okay? And Charles, y'all can get a pair of mallets, too, if you or you can just watch. Good. Hold them here, and they should be able to wiggle. But do you feel how it's not in control? It doesn't feel in control. That's because these fingers can help. And the way they're going to help is to wrap around the rest of the handle. So scoot them down just a little bit, Kristen. Scoot your fingers down a little bit so you're farther. This, when you wrap your hands around, they're showing you that just a little bit, like an inch of tail at the bottom. Okay? And when you wrap these fingers around, you shouldn't be tight. It should be pretty loose so they can still wiggle. Everybody wiggle your mallets for me. Oh, that looks really, really good. Those are hard to wiggle, though, aren't they, Barb? Because they're so short. Yeah? Good. That looks great. Be my cupcake. Okay, and we're going to do mirroring. So when I go this way, you also go this way. This way. Sounds that are here. Here we go. Mm -hmm. 
And in Germany, the second letter of the music alphabet looks like our H. Did y'all know that? B is B flat for them. And, and the second letter of the music alphabet is H. Another famous B. The, the famous, yeah, the famous Bach yeah, piece, right? So um, there it is. That, that's it. For us, that's a B. Now, if we lived in Germany, that would be the H for us. But since we live in the United States, that is a B. So everybody point to the A again. And the next letter is B. And then, C. wait a minute, haven't we already had a C? We did at the very beginning, so we've got another C. We're going to call that first C, C1. We're going to call this one C2, even if it has different marks on it. I'm not going to pay any attention to the marks that are on the letters. Do you see what I'm talking about? In Orchard work, we call this C1, and we call this C2. And that's what it is on the altos. On, on some of the other, other instruments, it's got a different number. We're not worrying about that right now. For everybody, it's C1 and C2. And then you have a D2. You do. And how about E2? And F2? Yeah? And G2? And what else? A2. Do some of you keep going? Now, what do you have there, Mark? B2. That's a B2. B2. And then you have a C what? Three. That's your third C. So you guys have more bars than everybody else. All right? That's pretty neat. Okay. So I do a drill where I say, okay, everybody point to C1. C2, and everybody can do this, Part, both partners can do this. Okay, um, G1, D2, that's a hard one, okay, good. And then F1, B2, not everybody has it, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, alright, and E1, and G2. Good. Bless you. So you've got that. Good. Very nice. Now I want everybody to go back to the beginning at the low part and go to C, D, E. You see those three part pitches. And then the next note is what? F. We're not going to use F for this song we're about to play. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to put, oh, look at Mark. He's already got it. You see how Mark has one hand at the top and one hand at the bottom of the bar? And, and he's going to lift it straight up. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark has successfully without managing the head. So that's what you want to do. And tell him that. And I always have a child demonstrate that we go straight up and we go very slowly. The first three or four or five times they come, you have to remind them of that. And intermittently throughout, because they sometimes forget that they have to do that. What happens if they pull off the bar without doing that? See that little peg right there? You know what can happen? It can get broken off. And it can be fixed, but it's a pain to fix it. You don't want that to happen. So it's really important for them to learn to be safe with that. Okay, fine. G1 and A. We're using those two. The next note, though, is that B. And we're not using B today. So with two hands looking straight up, good. It's trickier with these two walking scales. But there you go. Yeah, you're going to have to do a little wiggle with them, and you've got it. Good. All right. And then you have your C2. C, D, E, and the next note is F, which you has taken off. Good job. And then we have G and A, and y'all are all set. You guys have one more B. So with two hands looking straight up, take off that B. And I know you have a bar. I noticed that. Mm -hmm. yeah, I actually took, 
actually took your D2 and, and gave it to the, the soprano one. Oh, that one, because it was missing it, and you definitely need it. Y'all want me D2, but you need D1, so. Okay, good. Would everyone point to C1 with your left hand? That's tricky. And one on this side, got it. And G1 with your right hand. And just play with this fast, fast, fast. Oh, that's lovely. I can't even hear that. That's great. And so, great. Do you pick up your mallets? I don't know whose turn it is, but which other person's turn it is. Okay. Fine. Fine. Do you want a G1? <coughs> Let's keep the beat on this. Ready? In. Thank you. 
second C and E. C and E too. Good, it's looking good. And then would you find G and E too? That's tricky. Okay, so you're way up here at the top. G and E. And could you play that four times? So all the way up to the G, the high G and the high E. Right there. I didn't just right. G and E. Uh-huh. Good. And would you play the G and E four times? Here we go. You can try these. Thank you. 
over here, Debbie, you play this part. And Misty, you play this one. Okay? And Mark, you're going to play this one. Uh-huh. And everybody else would, no, hold on. Yeah, you guys, the soprano xylophones, and, so do y'all know the names of these instruments? I'm just saying how you do. The soprano, those are, okay, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Soprano, you need to know that if you're going to be teaching them. Okay, so the soprano xylophones are going to play the new C and E, G and A, C and E, G and A. And let's also have Kristen and I've already forgotten. Oh, she's very good. Okay, you're going to find those two. See, they keep doing it. Y'all play the, um, also play the C and E, G and A. I'm not switching them. Okay. And y'all play the E and G and the E and C. I mean, G and G. Half, come 
and then they need to switch because everybody gets to do everything. And this piece is pretty simple because it's really just a long steady beat. You know, it's just the it's the dotted it's the dotted uh, order note in six eight. So it's pretty easy. Okay, but what I'm going to ask you to do, adults, is to play your parts, sing it in unison, and then the two part round at four beats, and then the four part round at two beats. Okay, does that make sense? So everybody will sing in unison, and we'll stop if we need to. And then you just keep playing your part, but look up, and I'll just divide you so that y'all will be group one in the two part round. So be ding dong, the Christmas bells ring.
and you're going to do things kind of like this. Just grab the striker.
C and G, and C by itself. C, or, or they could use quark terms. They could do either one of those. So, so they've got all those different possibilities. Um, and they could come in. They could enter, maybe with the land women and everything. Have y'all ever done that with Pentecost at your church with the bells and all of that? Oh, I love Pentecost Sunday because it's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's so magical somehow. I don't know. But, um, but to come in with the bells and the ringing and then eventually just start the beat and come up with that. Okay? Any questions? With your kindergartner, first grade, oh. you still have them oh, in the bar? Oh, not kindergarten okay. for me. I usually don't start more questions until at least first grade. So if you had kindergartners, you would have to probably set up for them. Or and have them not do it. Yeah. Okay. Or I would have them play something else. I don't want to be bored, but, but I definitely put them as a partner with somebody else. Just out of curiosity, how many of you have, tell me ways that your groups are arranged and by ages. Kindergarten through fifth. Kindergarten through fifth. Kindergarten through fifth. All right. Kindergarten first. With kindergarten first, I would do one with unpitched percussion, then I would with more instruments. K through five, go on and just let them do the best they can do and just let them start. Because, we, you know, we want them to be involved. I don't want them to feel. But when I taught school, I didn't start working instruments until first grade. And sometimes it wasn't even until after the second semester. It wasn't until the second semester. Depended on whether they were ready. Look, I'll just say this real fast and then we need to go. But um, in order to play the work instruments, here's what children need to be able to do. Mark, this goes back to your question. They need to be able to keep the beat while they say an easy chant on their body. They need to be able to keep the beat. So, hey, children, who's in town? Everybody stop and look around. Or peace, or stop. They need to be able to keep the beat on their body. They also need to be able to keep the beat on something like a hand drum with a mallet or a woodblock. Because that's harder than your own body. It's, you have to think about how to hold the mallet. You have to hit in a certain place. So that's a harder task. They need to be able to do that first, too. And even to play temple blocks and things like that first. Then, then they're ready for orchestras. Why are orchestras harder? So you're having to aim is exactly for the C and the G. Whereas on the drum, you're just hitting a big surface, right? And the older the kids are, the, I'm sorry, the younger the kids are, the larger the instruments need to be because their fine motor skills won't allow them to play those. So put the little children on the bigger instruments. If you've got those contrabass bars, put them on the contrabass bars, especially if they can keep the beat. You want it to be there. Is there a question? Oh, yes. Um, how do you tell them to play the mallets? Because I sometimes you get that. Oh, like that's why I went through the Okay, so you would tell them to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I just say order. Okay. And then, you know, I mean, that's another whole an hour we didn't get right. to okay. all of that, but you're exactly right. Sometimes they'll go clunk, clunk. One thing is you don't want them to put their fingers out like this clunk, clunk. I taught work level two this summer. I had a student who did that the entire time. Just a little thing. You're not going to take level three. For the a little a little <laughs> song that goes to 28 years ago. You know, mallets in the air, fingers wrapped around, strings are on our elbows, on our wrists go up and down. But your fingers don't point. Keep those fingers back. I think I was taught to point. Oh, don't point, please. <laughs> because if you do, you're going to get this for sure. So make sure that they, they hold these back. That's why I tell them to do this, but I like them on. That's 